Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. This is the KZYX News for Tuesday, September 14th. I'm Alicia Bales. On Sunday afternoon, the Hopkins fire ignited in Calpella, just north of Ukiah. It roared up the hillside along Marina Drive, through the Marina Estates neighborhood, and all the way down to the shoreline of Lake Mendocino at the Pomo Deus area. Fire crews moved quickly to hit the blaze as hard as they could from the ground and the air, and by Sunday night they'd stopped the forward spread of the fire. Today, firefighters are still working aggressively to put out every smoking hot spot. At the operational briefing this morning in Calpella, as fresh crews prepared to replace the nighttime shift, Cal Fire's information officer announced the fire was 30% contained, with that number expected to increase through the day. The Hopkins fire caused significant structure loss, including a number of homes. Today, damage inspection teams were on the scene assessing the destruction, while PG&E crews worked to replace burned power poles and restore power. Earlier today, Cal Fire Mendocino Unit Chief George Gonzalez took me on a tour of the 257 acres of the Hopkins Fire burn zone. The toll of this fire is evident as soon as you cross the Moore Street Bridge over the Russian River to Eastside Calpella Road, where half a dozen houses were lost right along the river. The destruction and intensity of this fire were overwhelming, but there were also many houses that had been spared. According to Chief Gonzalez, things could have been much worse. Our first stop was on the ridge on Rubicon Court, where we could see much of the Hopkins fire burn zone below. Wow. So if you look across the drainage here, you can see the severity zones. When the fire was more aggressively running, it just leaves the burnt branches behind. It's just everything is just blackened. Yeah. And then you can see like on the very top on the next ridge over where the air tankers were putting retardant lines uh-huh. to keep it from spreading. Oh, wow. So the, the fire just crawls up the water courses. Yeah, correct. It aggressively runs up these steep drainages. And that's when you, we try to keep up with it with the air tankers and engines and dozers. We're still going up Marina Drive. Another home lost. So now we're coming into the, um, the recreation area. Yep. Tree was down right here. So this is the where the Shakota Trail starts. So yeah, this went right to the water's edge. Yep, all the way, all the way out Marina Drive to the water's edge. Was this something that you, if you've been out to this area, were you concerned about it before? Yes. Five years ago, I would have said, yeah, this is an area I'm concerned about. I'd say Regina Heights is another area I'm concerned about. Uh-huh. Brook Trails is a continuous concern. That, that would have been a few years ago. Now, this entire county is this susceptible to fire. The entire county. I like that. At least the kids play structure and everything's still there. Yeah. What's the other side of this? Um, is it over by the dam? Did it get yeah. that far? No. So now we're turning out Lake Ridge Road. So I got up here. I was looking. I'm okay. We got the lake there. We had dozers coming up on that side. And from the dozer line, we had the air tankers assisting them with retardant line. And then we were doing the same thing on that far side where where the one structure was consumed and the one was saved. Same thing, we're coming up both sides. Um, 
But if you can see the house directly beneath you, it got painted with retardant because the fire was here. So you've got on the right, there's the house, the, the I don't know if that's a house or a structure destroyed, and then below it, there's a pink roof you can see. Yeah. And the retardant, it just like, if the embers fall on the roof, it'll just stop it from igniting. Yep, correct. And a whole bunch of pink trees over there in the distance too. Yeah. All this is pink. This is where right. we're making the stand. This is all the, from the other side where we looked across, this mm -hmm. is a dozer line, the hose lay, where we got on the, on both sides of it and just started up the hill from the bottom down there. And this is kind of where you start to tie everything together. And we take a, a hose lay, we tie it into a dozer line, a air tinker line and continue from there. So this was essentially the blueprint of it. Mm -hmm. Our concern was we knew we had a valid point right here, the lake, to be able to use the water and, and the air tanker drops to stop it. But the concern was if we don't hold it on the Highway 20 side, it's gonna keep on going to the east, up and over, and it's gonna burn, you know, eventually Redwood Valley, Potter Valley, and all those areas. So it was a really aggressive attack by everybody just trying to keep it within this blueprint. We're super close to Redwood Valley. It's right yeah. across the highway there. Yeah. In the same area that burned in 2017. You could have been in that same blueprint. With today's triple digit temperatures and afternoon winds, the question on everyone's mind, of course, is when residents who are still under evacuation orders will be able to return. Do you have any idea when people are gonna be allowed back in? No, we're trying to do it the second PG&E is done and corresponding with no hotspots, which you can see we're looking pretty good. Yeah. As far as smoke, the troops have really been out there. Last night they made a lot of progress. Um, so we're trying to correspond with both of those. Um, hopeful for tomorrow or the next day. For the KZYX News, this is Alicia Bales. To see photos of the Hopkins Fire Zone and all of our local stories, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.